This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hey. Hi. <laughs> this is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. And we're here to talk to you guys about all the crazy shit we've done. Yep. Mainly Jonna. Yes. Um, Health-wise. And me, I am a registered dietitian, and so it gives me, like, smidgen <laughs> of, like, actual validity to, like, say if it's right or wrong. So, Jonna, why do you want to do this? Well, mainly I want to do this because Amanda asked me to, right? <laughs> and I love her. But also, uh, for a while, I wanted to blog about the weird crap that I've tried, like that just floats around the internet for, like, cures of different ailments yeah. slash like health crunchy granola hippie. Because there's so much out there's there. There's so many things to try, um, and like terrifying things that chemicals are doing to our bodies yes. so i've tried a lot of things some things worked some and things some things didn't. failed <laughs> miserably but i have all of this i've tried everything so i figure people need someone that's done it so they don't have to exactly not to go through the pain some some of the pain yeah and some of the like definite trials that yes. you've gone through exactly but I'm not organized enough to do a blog, but I can talk all day. Exactly. So a podcast is perfect. That's right. And then I need to get my nutrition information out somehow. And exactly. so I'm using Jonna's experiences to say if things are good or bad. Uh, yeah. Amanda like grounds us because <laughs> right. I'm like out in outer space just trying whatever Dr. Google tells me. And then Amanda actually has like science to tell us why or why not. It's just totally ridiculous or could have merit. Exactly. And so today, what are we talking about? We're talking about vaginas. Vaginas. In particular, yeast infections and UTIs. Yum. <laughs> um, did you know that 50 to 60% of women will develop a UTI in their lifetime? I don't doubt it. It's the like most leading cause of infections, 25% per the research article I looked up. I'm so proud of you. Um, thank you. 25% <laughs> of those infections, like any infection a woman will get, will be a UTI. And then those will be recurring. Mm -hmm. So once you get one, they're going to keep coming back and coming back. And the crappy thing is that women get them 8 to 1 to men. I don't doubt that. And they're horrid. They really are. <laughs> um, and like I think yeast infections, I read like there's 200,000 cases of yeast infections every year. That seems really small. How have Compared, I been one of those right? this year? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> What's wrong with me? I mean, we'll get into that. As okay. this keeps going, <laughs> there's obviously something going on. Maybe it has to do with the alcohol. Maybe it's the alcohol. The sugar and the alcohol. Um, and then, unfortunately, like, one in three women will have to go on antibiotics. So that's why we really wanted to talk about these things. Because a lot of us don't want to be on antibiotics to cure UTIs or yeast infections. Yeah. And so we wanted to go through where we can try to not have to get on antibiotics. Yeah. I, lucky me, in all the infection glory that I have, had reoccurring UTIs before Aaron and I got married. Slash, I think part of, oh, Aaron's my husband. Yeah. <laughs> part That's of it. the beginning of our marriage. Um, and I had to be on antibiotics for, I think they put me on something ridiculous, like a hundred days what? of an antibiotic. And I was doing it and I started hyperventilating because a freaking side effect of it was like paranoia. <laughs> and I started getting claustrophobic in small spaces. <laughs> And I swear it's because of the antibiotic. That's hilarious. Whenever you look at, like, an antibiotic prescription bottle, you're like, side effects, claustrophobia, yeah. paranoia. So I stopped that. But Obviously. because of that, I did start trying lots of different things. So I feel like I have a wealth of... Yeah. Maybe not a wealth, but I have some things some that have helped. Yeah. And there's so many different ways you can get, like, a UTI or a yeast infection. Um, and obviously one that someone that we just recently found out didn't know 
that this was one, but sex is the number one. <laughs> but for those people that are like, I've never had sex. <laughs> it can happen other for things. other reasons. There's other reasons. It's like, not an STI. Yes. Uh, Although it can be kind of. I mean, if you have a lot of different sexual partners, your yeah. risk is a little bit higher. Yes. Of getting for both, them. right? For both, yeah. Um, and then, like, not wiping correctly. Mm, back. I must say. Front to back. Front to back. I was about to say, don't say back to front. You're giving already poor information. Please, nobody write wipe back to front. I have to admit that, like, as I was, like, way too old. Like, I think I was in elementary slash junior high, and I was still wiping incorrectly. Uh, I'm the daughter of, like, three girls. Yeah. How did that, like... Get lost in translation from my mom or my sisters to be like, hey, Amanda, front to back. Wipe front to back because there's like bad things that could happen to you. <laughs> yeah. And my mom has had like UTIs and kidney issues. So that's I'm like, probably why. That's Sorry. why I get them. Sorry, mama, but <laughs> maybe. Jackie, that's yeah. my mom. Guys, you'll hear her name be referenced a lot. Jackie did not do good. She did not teach me. you the wiping. But no. To be fair, it sounds like someone might not have taught her. I mean, she I'll give my nana the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> like she might have. But she had six kids, so who knows? Yeah. She might have just been like the last child like you. I don't know what she's the in third. The uh yeah, at that point you just don't care. You're like, yeah. let them fend for themselves. Exactly. You can also get these from not peeing. Yeah. Which I also, my mom had to deal with that with me. You would hold your pee? Uh, yeah, I thought that, like, peeing in public was the most embarrassing thing in the whole <laughs> world. And so, whenever I was four, I decided that I wasn't going to pee anymore. Just in general. Oh. and so, so you got a UTI when you were four? No, I just had to get hospitalized whenever I was four. Okay. And then I got a catheter, so that <laughs> made me pee. <laughs> But they then that like went on into like a glimpse my, into Amanda's <laughs> secret life. It went on to the rest of my life that like you're afraid to. Pee I don't still like peeing in public. To this day, my Kyle, my husband, has to like make me go to the bathroom. Okay, I actually didn't know this about you. Yeah, so learn something new. He every gets day. really mad. I mean, now I'm gonna be super annoying when we're out in public. Yes, and just like Amanda, did you pee today? Did you pee today? Did you pee? Have you peed yet? Thankfully, like since having a child. I had to pee yeah. in public, so I have my UTI instances have gone down a lot. Yeah, I feel like one so, of the first things I remember about you is you having a UTI. <laughs> the saddest men like, memory ever. <laughs> I feel like we were like not friends for long, and you're like, what do you do for UTI? It's very true, because I think I was like, I don't want to go to the doctor because I'm lazy. Yeah, slash antibiotics. Slash antibiotics. I'm not a fan. What was, like, so what was your first experience of getting a UTI or a I think the first UTI I got was in fourth grade. That's horrible. I know. I peed blood. It was a bad one. Got on antibiotics for that one. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's sometimes that you have to. Like, it's not all, like... Yeah. And there's, like... I don't want to discourage someone for going to the doctor. But in my experience with, like, reoccurring slash... Uh, just, like, being done with antibiotics. I have shied away from that. Um, I started, like, researching and really ended up finding that taking garlic was, like, the best thing for getting rid of antibiotics. Yeah. So what I would do is, like, cut garlic up into tiny little pieces mm -hmm. and then swallow it like pills. Yes. You have to be really careful about the size you cut it because it can be, like, shards of glass going down your throat. Uh, but I would do that, like, every two hours. And I've had success with that. Mm -hmm. And... Correct me if I'm wrong, but it is a natural antibiotic. Yes, so I'll say garlic is awesome. Um, it definitely has a phytochemical in it, and so whenever you cut it, which is like why you need to cut it, so the first step of doing the correct thing with garlic to be working as like an antibiotic replacement or at least a preventative measure is that you have to cut it. And I don't know if you do this, and if I haven't told you this, I'm a really bad friend and dietitian. <laughs> But you need to let it sit for 10 minutes. You have told me that. Great. Good friend award. I am a good friend. <laughs> um, and so, like, the 10 minutes actually lets that phytochemical be active. So then it will be more beneficial and work versus if you just, like, chopped up or you ate a clove of garlic. Like, it won't be effective because it's not getting, like, the oxygen actually, like, activates. The good stuff. The good stuff. Uh, 
just for future reference, if you're cooking with garlic, does that is the same thing? Yeah, you should apply always to even cut. when you heat it up. Mm-hmm. Like you should always cut it and let it sit for ten minutes and then use it. Okay. Yeah, just in general. Hot tip. Hot tip. Right, <laughs> first one, guys. Um, so when did you start like using garlic? Man, I would. It had to have been like, hmm, probably like after my son was born. So like, okay, yeah, like a year after I stopped antibiotics. So I would say, honestly, uh, I wanted to hit on this because me being on birth control, Mm -hmm. I feel like was actually linked to the UTIs I was getting. Because as soon as I got off, like, um, like birth control pills, I don't Mm -hmm. know about all forms. I was only on pills. I stopped really having the same instance of UTI I would I still think I'm prone to it and maybe Mm -hmm. it's just how my body's shaped I don't know but um after getting off birth control everything kind of did start healing itself so I'm a big proponent of trying to do everything as naturally as possible um and then I would say like my I probably started using garlic for ear infections and then from that we're like garlic for everything yeah um, and even like side note, where's the craziest place you've like tried to put garlic? I've definitely put it on my bee hole <laughs> after having a baby. <laughs> it smelled it. like <laughs> it smelled like an Italian diner in our bedroom for a yes. while. <laughs> so much information. I have not put it <laughs> up inside my vagina. I've thought about it, but I feel like it would burn. Yeah, a lot. Don't do it. Don't no. try that at home. Most things like. <laughs> You should not be putting inside. Most of the things that we'll talk about today are all topical or ingesting versus sticking straight up. Unless you're me. Unless you're (laughs) Jonna. Because I'm known to stick a few strange things straight up and I'm not talking. I was going to say, you should clarify. (laughs) Because that also kind of sounds like you're into something kinky sexually. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll let you take that how you want. But... We're talking about health right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mom's that's... not allowed to listen to this. Yeah, I'm definitely not telling Jackie about no, this. No, Jackie. This is not for Jackie's ears. Jackie is... Nah. No. Just kidding, Jackie. You'll be... You'll be talking You'll probably be lot. hearing this. Um, so, garlic. I think yeah. it's really helpful. And what is crazy, too, is you taking it, you just have to, like, be ready for, like, your armpits to smell like garlic. Yeah, like, that's the one side effect. Like, if you take garlic pills or if you're, like, cutting up the garlic yourself, the side effect is always that you're going to start smelling like garlic. But that being said, I actually haven't had to go back on antibiotics since I stopped, like, three years ago. I've been able to use garlic for, like, any instance of a UTI. That and just, like, a ton of water. Yeah. That's, I mean, water will be the number one healing thing for most things that we talk about. But for sure, UTIs, if you just drink water, that helps. Because you're going to pee. It's going to help flush everything out. Again, my thing is that I don't like to pee, so I don't drink a lot of water. Which is not good. Which is not good. Again, like, I'm a dietitian, guys. I know. (sighs) But obviously, I don't use these, like practices um my first uti or yeast infection like sometimes i don't know if which one it was (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i have a distinct knowledge of which is which you know obviously from the fact that i was wiping incorrectly at a very (laughs) older age and that there's a lot of things about me like and i got hospitalized whatever i think that it's fair to say that I should have stopped doing things or should know things that I didn't know at an older age. So the fact that I'm like, did I have a UTI or yeast infection really isn't that shocking Mm -hmm. whenever you remember that I have issues. It's still shocking, but I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, but I was 20 and I was in India and I got off the plane and I already knew that I was going to be experiencing like crazy new experiences (laughs) and so we were at the airport and uh i went to the bathroom first time using like a squatty potty Mm. and i realized that the toilet paper that i brought 
was in my suitcase. No. And I only had my backpack. <laughs> Did you use your backpack to work? I didn't use my backpack. <laughs> I'm a normal human being. Like, I'm not an idiot. It's like, let me just give this backpack and just use my Jansport canvas. I just imagined the strap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, at least I cleared that up. But it's not even better what I did use. I don't know why I got so Did you just drip dry? No, because I was thinking, like, I'm at least smart enough to know that, like, I'm in India, which is the hottest place on earth. Yeah. And it was August. And so I was like, okay. Water, like moist areas, that's where like you could get a yeast infection. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I can't just like drip dry. So, so I looked in my backpack and, and found a, a granola wrapper. I found a Skittles. Wrapper. No. <laughs> really? Really? You yep, I did that with sugary wrapper. Yep, I did that. And sugar again is one of the causes <laughs> of UTIs and. Yeast infections. Oh um, so I just like pretty much put sugar right where the bacteria loved it. <laughs> um, feast on this. Yeah. And then the next day or two days later, I can't remember, I was really just in pain. <laughs> <laughs> everything burned, everything like hurt. Yeah. And we were staying in like an orphanage. No. And so I thankfully the like family that like was from India went to the States. That's who we met, like went back to India. They had just built a house, and so I was able to, like, take a hot shower and sleep on, like, a bed. Yeah, how did you get rid of it? I ended up taking the woman's medicine that she had prescribed to her for something. I don't even know what it was. Yeah, that's It was just, scary. like, medicine. <laughs> Indian medicine. I was, medicine. like, hoping you found, like, Monistat or something. They were gonna give me something like that, but yeah. she was, like, it's just, like, everything there is kind of, like, hit or miss whether like it's safe or it's not like how long it's been there like if you go to the like a convenience store you they are like don't get anything that's dairy because like the electricity goes out like every so often so you don't know how long like that's been sitting not refrigerated and so it's the same thing with like those medicines they were like and they're more expensive and Mm -hmm. so um she was like i had a uti like just a while ago I have extra medicine, so just take this. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I committed, like, an, like, you're not supposed to take other people's medicine. No, also, she should have taken the whole thing. If you do get antibiotics, She thankfully was a physical the therapist, thing. which was great. Yeah. Um, but it was just, like, a one pill, so I think it might oh, have been, like, for the like yeast infection. or whatever? Probably. That stuff is intense, it but it It cleared it up real fast, yeah. and the rest of my trip was great. And I learned really fast that you shouldn't wipe with a Skittles wrapper. <laughs> Moral of In the story. India. Don't <laughs> wipe with Skittles wrappers if you're trying to avoid a yeast infection. It was just really upsetting. <laughs> and then I got my other one and I took Azo or Azo. Yeah, I always the stuff say that, that makes your pee super Yeah, orange. again, didn't read what my side effects would be. And then I peed and I called Jackie. Crying. Really upset thinking <laughs> that something was wrong with me. If you haven't taken that before, it makes your pee orange, very orange, a slight like orange red. So you're like, am I bleeding? Am I dying? Yeah, it's frightening. Uh, yeah. And so basically, both experiences, or just that one experience, was really traumatic for me. Yeah, I'm sure that everybody has some weird experience like that. Yes, somewhere locked away in their things yeah. that they're trying never to think about again. Yeah. Maybe not everyone has a Skittles wrapper story. <laughs> I hope not. Like, I hope that I'm the only person that's been dumb enough to do something like that. I mean, I'm sure I'm not, but, like, I really hope other people have better common sense to be like, maybe I have a Kleenex. There's still Nazis in this world. There's still... Oh, <laughs> There's definitely people with not that much common sense. That's you true. You have way more common sense. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not, like, I'm not on the level of a Nazi. You're not on Nazi level, for sure. Um, But since then, like, I've had to have other ones, and I've tried other things because I don't know what it is, like, with me and going to a doctor. Like, I would rather be in pain and, like, lay in bed and complain to Kyle or my mom Yeah. than go to the doctor. Part of that, I think, is, like, Los Angeles, because going to a doctor in L.A. takes you forever. You're... Like, I don't, I've never even tried to do a same-day doctor's appointment, yeah. but I don't know if they exist here. Because your wait time to get into a doctor is, like, 
six weeks for like a well visit at least. Is it bad that I use the urgent care as my primary care physician? <laughs> no, it makes okay. sense. I think that might, is very LA of you. I do. And I go to the, the same guy is always there. <laughs> he's your primary he's care physician. He's my primary care physician. He uh, just doesn't know he's my primary care physician. Yeah. Steve. I don't remember his name, <laughs> but I do remember what he looks like, and he's super L.A. Perfect. Like, you, you know who I'm talking about. Like, 50s. Oh, yeah. L.A. He's he's great. Tan. Um, but since then, like, I have tried other things. So, like, Jonna made me try garlic, which I don't know if I did that for a UTI or if I did that for, a rep, like, upper respiratory infection. I say it for everything. Yeah. So there's a good chance it might have been both. Yeah. But one of the things I did try was uh, D-Manos. Yeah, which I haven't tried and I hadn't actually even heard of until you just said it earlier today to me. So it is a sugar. It's like naturally found in cranberries and blueberries, apples. Um, And so that's what they actually think is like one of the things that makes cranberries and blueberries like effective at preventing or like getting rid of a yeast infection or a UTI or not a yeast infection, a A UTI. UTI. Don't do it for a yeast infection. <laughs> um, for a UTI. But basically, the issue with D-Manos is that it's only effective against E. coli, which is, like, the common bacteria that mm-hmm. most UTIs are. But if it's not E. coli, then, like, D-Manos isn't going to help you at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just sugar, and you can get it in a powder form, and you just put it in water and drink it, like, oh. two to three times a day. Um, I found that out for my friend Lauren. Um, she was like, I use, I get them all the time and I just take this as a preventative measure. And so I like it as a really good dietitian, just took her word for it and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> but now you have science and, to back it up. And now I actually like looked it up and there's a study that was done that looked at like it compared to an antibiotic that looked at it for a preventative measure. So it took like 300 women broke them into different groups, gave them antibiotic, the D-manus, or nothing, mm-hmm. and looked at who got a UTI in, like, a year or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, every group had, like, a small number, but I think, like, the D-manus only had 16, and the um, antibiotic had, like, 17. And so it's just as effective at preventing... Awesome. Like UTIs recurring. So would you take that daily? Yeah, you could do it daily. Oh, like, like there's no supplement. way, yeah, there's no way of it could be like detrimental uh, toxicity levels and your body doesn't metabolize it the way like glucose. So it's not like sugar. Mm-hmm. What's it um, taste like? It doesn't have a taste. It's like slightly sweet because it's yeah. sugar, but it's like you could put it in water and it doesn't taste like you're drinking sugar water. So it's just women slightly. of the world, we should all be doing that. Yeah, especially if like you've had one just like D-Manos. Oh, that's super yeah. awesome. Um, and then probiotics. Yeah. Is the, like, obviously we're going to talk about probiotics a lot. I think it's always going to be coming up. But for both yeast infections and UTIs. UTIs. Specifically UTIs probably because most people end up going on antibiotics. So and you're then you're going to develop. all of the bacteria. And you mm-hmm. want to be putting good bacteria back in. Yeah. Yeast infections, I have not tried. Maybe next time. Lord willing, I don't have a next time, but maybe next time I will try the Greek yogurt method. But people are, like, all about just, like, lathering yourself up with Greek yogurt because of the probiotics, yeah. supposedly. I don't know if there's science behind that, but I do know taking probiotics. I mean, I would much rather take a capsule than, like, put Greek yogurt all over. I mean, but Monistat is pretty, pretty much, much Greek that. yogurt. It's very true. It's just as disgustingly messy. Yeah. Um, have you done anything else for, like, specifically yeast infections? Yes. So the last couple times I've had a yeast infection, I've made essential oil suppositories, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't know how much essential oils are witchcraft or <laughs> reality, but I believe. I, mean, I feel like placebo effect is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I don't know. That, I'm a believer. Like, I have literally watched essential oils hear things like seen it with my own eyes then, uh, this is not fda approved by the way <laughs> uh, it, all the things that like we're gonna be talking about for yeast infections are for sure not fda yes, approved. please but, consult I mean, your doctor before trying yeah i did not though i yeah. just went for it just do it uh so i made these awesome little suppositories with coconut oil which is one of the things that like people like health professionals yeah. that are into like functional medicine say 
Well, coconut are oil's um, a natural antibiotic too, mm-hmm. right? It's an antifungal. That's it. Mm-hmm. Antifungal, which yeah. is what yeast infections are. Yes. Um. So I would like take foil and wrap it into like a little pocket almost, and pour coconut oil and lavender and frankincense in it, and I froze them, and then like kind of made them into like a rocket shape. <laughs> And froze them, and then I just, like, put an organic cotton pad on because of all the chemicals that are in normal people pads. Yes. And shoved that thing right on up, and it worked. Let's just make sure to specify that you removed the foil. I removed the foil (laughs) after it was frozen. It's like a hard little coconut oil rocket of goodness. Yes. Cold. And just put it right on up my vagina. I really like your hand motion. I wish that people could see the like hand motion that you're doing right There's now. There's a good like undercarriage yeah, motion it's like an under- going on right now. <laughs> uh, and I did that for like three to five days uh-huh. of just like, I probably was doing it like twice a day. I wasn't doing it like consistently. Yeah. Um, just like right before bed and then before I would go out and I just like did the pad thing, which is terrible. Everyone knows, but I did it because hey. I had a yeast infection. I mean, you have to do what you have to do. And that yeah. sounds like a much like, I mean, the cold probably felt good. I mean, it smelled better than Monistat. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just as like, <laughs> could be just as messy, but hence the pad. Yeah. I did feel like that helped a lot. Um, side tangent. I definitely... We're not allowed to go on those. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, it's not really a side tangent. It also has to do with essential oils and yeast infections. Um, I tried... I don't know if everyone's familiar with, but there is an essential oil blend called Thieves, which is supposed to be good for, like, pretty much everything. Yeah, especially, like, health. Like, helping your immune system. Supposedly, like... like grave robbers would wear thieves in, like, their, like, bandanas over their mouths during, like, the bubonic plague. And those essential oils were, like, filtering out the, like, plague from them getting it. Interesting. I, like, carry thieves in my purse all the time. I have a three-year-old, so I'll, like, put it on the bottom of his feet, and I believe, I just believe in my soul that it helps him not get random illnesses. Yeah. So I had that in my purse, and I was, like, sitting there, and this yeast infection was, like, driving me nuts. I was in a meeting at Base Camp, a coffee shop here in Burbank that we Shout love. Out. Shout out. Go there if you're in Burbank. Um, and so I excused myself to the bathroom, and I was like, I don't know. Yeast infections are, like, torture. It's yes. like you're literally sitting there, and you want to die. Yes. And so I was like, I'm just going to do it. It's going to burn for, like, one second, and then I'm going to just feel so much better. So I put the thieves, which is, like, clove oil. I should look like it up. a ton of spices. It's a lot of, like, very – it's known as a hot oil. Just right on. Not up, but right on. And I <laughs> – literally, I was, like, silent screaming. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> when you just, like, open your mouth and, like, breathe scream. <laughs> Because you didn't want the wonderful patrons of base camp to think that something was happening to you in the bathroom. And I was, like, huddled in the corner of this bathroom. Luckily, it's, like, nice, clean bathroom. (laughs) Just like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was, like, a solid, like, five to ten minutes, maybe less, but it felt that long, at least, of me just, like, what the F? I just burned my vagina off. Like... (laughs) Goodbye, pleasure zone. No more. <laughs> but it did feel better after, so I don't know. I don't know if that... I'm, I don't recommend it, but... Guys, I'm going to go ahead and say don't put <laughs> thieves on your vagina. But I, I did try that. I Yep, I did it. Yep, you did it. <laughs> don't try that at home. And you shouldn't do it again. No, lavender was... Like, even lavender was kind of burning, and... I don't think it normally would. So I think that's, like, just, like, evidence of, like, raw skin. Yeah. Just because my skin was just, like, well, I mean, it's a very sensitive area. It's very sensitive. I feel like there's only a few things. Like, after I had my son, I used witch hazel on, like, stuff down there. Yeah. And that was great. And so I feel like there's only, like, a few things that you could put down there that's, like, not Just you super, don't feel like, it at all. Yeah. Coconut oil you don't feel at yeah, all. Yeah, coconut oil is fantastic. Um, have you ever done oil of oregano? I was just reading about that No, that's one. a hot oil too, though. Okay. So it might, it probably will burn too. Oil of oregano, I'm maybe I don't taking think that, that internally. Supposed, yeah, I say I think that it's like, 
I needed, should have read more. Yeah. I obviously didn't do enough research on you this. You did a lot of research. I'm proud of you. Um, but I think it's one that you either put on you, like, skin, mm-hmm. or you ingest. So I have taken oregano for, like, colds. Or, like, well, this one, like potential strep. Yeah, it says it's an antifungal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you should get, like, the wild variety oh. of oil of oregano. Like, the wild variety is the one that's, like, more effective. And so... Mm-hmm. You should probably try for, like, an organic or, like, a reputable company, too. Like, find someone that has, like, uh, independent labs. If you're, like, ingesting an essential oil, for uh, sure. Especially if you're ingesting. Yeah. Those, not all, like, definite, what is that? Uh, More You Know or PSA? PSA? Is that the thing? Okay. Like, public service announcement? There we go. Thank you. (laughs) My brain just went like. I have no idea where you're going with this, but I'm excited. (laughs) No, just like PSA: if you're going to ingest oils, not all oils like that you can buy at Whole Foods or whatever. Like if they're for aromatherapy, don't ingest them or put it up your vagina. Or put it up your vagina. Your vagina will not be happy. No, those are those oils are much different than the ones that you can ingest. Yes, Um, and so definitely don't do that. But I would imagine that like. So, I was going to touch on, I haven't touched on this very much, but, like, cranberry juice and blueberries mm-hmm. for UTIs, um, the wild variety of blueberries is, like, mm-hmm. the most, like, potent. Like, blueberry oil? Not blueberry oil, like, actual blueberries. I don't even know that there was oh. a wild blueberry option. Yes. It's, that has to be a Whole Foods thing. It's, no, Trader <laughs> Joe's has them, too, but they're always usually frozen. Wild? Oh. Um, because it's... Like, harder to grow. They're smaller. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'll if you look at the ones that are, like, fresh, they're much bigger. And then a wild, like, blueberry in the frozen section is really small. Oh. Um, but what makes them so much better is because they're grown in harsher temperatures. So and they like, withstand more. Yes. Yeah, so, like, how you withstand more is, like, building up more antioxidants to protect yourself or protect the blueberry, like, the plant. And so um, it has more beneficial, like, things in it. Mm-hmm. Those, like phytochemicals and so that's what it's like thought to help with utis more Ah. it's like the wild blueberry it's supposed to act the same way as like cranberry to like help keep that the bacteria from like forming right so you would say that like blueberries like wild blueberries or cranberries would be something that you want in your like everyday diet if it's something you struggle with because it's not probably going to help cure it but it's going to help prevent it I mean, that's the that was the thought for, like, so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently, research has come out that, like, cranberry juice and cranberry supplements aren't effective mm-hmm. at, like, preventing. Um, but I feel like the antioxidants and the things like that that you get from them, I have had successful yeah. rates with cranberries. And definitely, like, my professor in grad school, like, he all he did his d- dissertation on was cranberries. Whoa. So he would say... It works, and it's yeah. super great. I would but say, like, not... Yeah. It has to be, like, the full-out 100% cranberry. Yes, juice, which yeah. I, for, again, the first part of me getting these, I definitely drank ocean spray. Oh, gosh. So it's just, just full sugar. of sugar. And then whenever I finally drank, like, 100% cranberry juice, I think mm-hmm. I almost, like, died a little bit inside. <laughs> Uh, it's it's tart. It's so tart. It's like bitter and tart. Because then one. you're like, wait, I want to cut this with something like vodka, or I want to cut this with whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then you're I like, will I'm be just... drinking this with vodka. Exactly. And then you're like, all I'm doing is making my UTI worse. But I feel better. But I feel better process. about my life and having to drink this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Kyle watched me drink it the first time, and he just laughed at me because it was so hard. <laughs> Well, you're known to just have a hard time with all sorts of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Stuff. Coconut oil and me are... Yeah. Yep. Amanda's not <sighs> g- fond of ingesting coconut oil. It's just the texture. It's really hard. It. It's not as bad as she makes it sound, people. I mean... Maybe it is. You believe one thing and I'll believe another. Everybody has different sensory things <laughs> going on. And it, yours just happens to be tickled weirdly Mine by coconut oil. Mine has to be oil. coconut oil is the worst feeling thing in your mouth as it, it's like melting into an oil. Coconut oil and suede futons. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we're sitting in my husband's studio and we have a futon and it's really comfortable and it's great and it's a microfiber of sorts. <laughs> 
but I haven't got a pedicure because I have a four-month-old, and so. it's the roughest thing ever on my feet, and I freaked out as soon as I sat down. It's Amanda's arch nemesis. It is. Right now. Microfibers in my feet. <laughs> and coconut oil. Yeah, my husband can't touch velvet, or he can't breathe, apparently. Interesting. I don't believe that. Maybe it's that he just doesn't like you in it, so that's like him <laughs> saying, oh, velvet. <laughs> He's on nobody should ever be draped in velvet. <laughs> Which yeah. is probably true. I mean, yeah. Um, I have not jumped on, like, I obviously I haven't jumped on, like, the coconut oil trend for, like, a ton of things. But I also haven't jumped on, like, the apple cider vinegar thing. Yeah. But they're supposed to be helpful for yeast infections as well. I cannot speak to that either. So next time I get a yeast infection, I have to try the Greek yogurt and the apple cider vinegar. And then I can, yeah. yep, I did that yes. on a podcast and, and we can update come everybody. back. But I really hope you don't get one. Like, I really don't want that for you, but I like, either. I also want one for you so that I don't have to do it. <laughs> True. So either way, it's a win-win for you. It's a win-win for if me. If I get one. If, just at, uh, at all. It's so good for me. But I do want to try like to I think I might try the apple cider vinegar thing. Yeah. Um just to see if it really does make me feel better. And why would apple cider vinegar be something that people are saying would help a yeast infection? It's supposed to help get rid of like that like all of these are supposed to be like antimicrobial or like help de like get rid of like the bacteria in your body. Uh-huh. Um and so if you have a yeast infection and you want to try the apple cider vinegar thing, you're supposed to give yourself, like, an apple cider vinegar bath. So if you haven't had a kid, you don't really understand the whole, like, bath thing. And so it's, like, just getting, like... I never did this with, like, the um, warm water. I had a squirt bottle. I had a squirt bottle, but, too. But uh, my, one of my best friends, she did, and she just, like, kind of had, like, warm water, and you just, like, kind of dip your vagina in it. Yeah, like, so it's, that's kind it's of like, like, the, like, Epsom salt, like, bath yeah. that they say to do, like, where you, like... What's it, is it like a sits bath? Is that what yeah. it's called? When you just like dip? Yeah. You just dip. And that's what you would do with like the apple cider vinegar. And the thing mm. that I was reading made sure to like specify that you do not douche with this. Yeah. Most of the, and like, I, who douches still? I don't know, but I just Googled it and apple cider vinegar yeast infection brings up just douche, douche, <laughs> douche. Do not douche. Don't do it. <laughs> don't douche. Basically what that like, why you don't want to do it. It's not going to like be hurt like hurting you but it's going to take away all that good bacteria which is just like if you took an antibiotic mm -hmm. you're getting rid of all that good bacteria so which is why UTIs and yeast infections go so good together because what happens is people are taking antibiotics for UTIs and that's causing them to get yeast infections because right? all their good bacteria isn't overpowering the bad bacteria yeah. that gets in to our vajayjays yes and it's causing... I'm surprised it's the first time one of us has said that. Hot mess. I've been just, like, holding on to it. <laughs> We've been, like, so anatomically correct today. I know. It's we very unlike us. us. Do not douche, ever. No. For any cir under any circumstances. I've never done it, and I don't understand, like, why it still exists. Mm -mm. It will not be a yep, I did that, because I no. enjoy my vagina having a pH that is healthy. Right? <laughs> and especially, like, with the fact that, like... So many women get UTIs or yeast infections, and it's based on, like, a poor pH, essentially. Yeah. Where it's, like, it's a, an environment that bacteria is, like, going to, like, feast on. Yeah. And all you're doing with, like, douching is completely jacking with that. Yeah. Um, I also, another thing we should add to my future list is trying baking soda. Have you heard of doing that for a yeast infection? I have not, but... I mean, baking soda cures all. Yeah, right? it's like the same thing as like a, um, a apple cider vinegar bath. Yeah, you would just put baking soda in the water and then dip. And supposedly that would help like your pH even out because it's neutral, right? Is that what? Yeah, baking soda is neutral. Yeah, so worth a try. I will try it. And if you have tried it, you should tell us how yeah. it went so we know. And then we don't have to do it. And then we don't have to JK, do it. JK, she'll still do it. <laughs> Well, I'm still on the train of, I'm not going to get another yeast infection. Yes. Since there's only 200,000? Is that real? I I looked it up and read it real fast. It was like from I'm Medline. Okay. I'm pretty sure. 
Which is like a dot murder.gov. people get yeast infections a year? Maybe that's in America. But that still kind of pisses me off. That you're one of them? (laughs) Yes. That seems so small. 75% of adult women have had at least one. I'm one of those. All of us are one of those. Hmm. I just typed in yeast infections. Invasive candidiasis. Do you know how to say that? Candidas? Yeah, maybe that's it. It's the candida bacteria, which is basically like what this is the overgrowth. Less. This said, well, I don't know if it's different. I don't know if invasive is like the next level of yeast infection. This has 46,000 cases. Well, invasive oh. would just be like that it actually like maybe grows into... I feel like that definitely happened to me last time. It was terrible. The incidence of candidemia is 14 per per 100,000 people in the Baltimore area. Okay, that I can deal with. (laughs) You can deal with that number being in just Baltimore. Not the United States. (laughs) This may or may not be just Baltimore, what we're telling you. So don't feel bad if you're like me and you are one of the... People that has gotten a yeast infection this year. Oh, thankfully I have. I'm not one of them. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'm a firm believer. I am like currently in like a crazy hormonal stage of yes. life, and which I definitely know. alters it. Which yeah. is why birth control for you, like saying that like everything kind of got better, was that like it? I feel this is also just my personal opinion. Yeah, my speculatory. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Speculatory um, view is just the like. I feel like my experience with birth control. Obviously, your experience with birth control is that it kind of jacked me more than helped me. Yeah. And once I got off, all my hormones went back to normal. Yeah, I mean, I think even well, this is probably for like a different day, but but knowing your body without birth control is so helpful. Um, yes, I'll just say that and leave that there, and then we'll do another. Yep, I did that. For birth I mean, control yeah. and other vagina topics. Well, it also helps you to, like, in general, I think that statement applies because it's, you know, getting to know your body so that you kind of know, like, you can sense whenever something's coming on. Yeah. And you can sense when you should, like, up one of these prevent like, things that you're doing and, like, we can talk about the things that, like, we do every day to help us prevent them because I haven't had a UTI since, I think, the... The last one was whenever we first met, I guess. Probably, probably. Yeah. Um, so like, or two I and might a half have years had, ago. I might have had another one since then, that maybe I just wasn't as dramatic about. Maybe you were pretty dramatic about that one. I'm I think kind it was of dramatic kind of about a lot of things, <laughs> but definitely whenever I'm sick. Um, but the things that we do, but it, it helps because then it's like, hey. I'm feeling different, and you kind of, like, have a better idea as to, like, what could be, like, driving that. And I think that sometimes birth control and, like, things can mask how you feel. What would you say? So, demonos. Demanos? Manos. Demanos Mm -hmm. is, like, one thing that we should all be doing. Yeah. What are other things? Like, probably probiotics. A probiotic I think everyone should take. Just being on it. And the... We'll probably always talk about these, like I said, but... Make sure that I, I don't know if you I've ever told you which like strains to make sure the probiotic is. It's like lactobacillus, mm-hmm. um, not acidophilus, but like the lactobacillus, all the other ones like casein. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good strains to have, the same as bifidobacterium. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's sarcomyces. I'll have to double check on that. But okay. the, definitely the bifidobacterium and lactobacillus, those are the two that have been most researched. So, In regards to this or in just regards to in everything? General, like, just in general, they're the most researched at being able to help reverse any damage to your gut and to help, like, bring back good bacteria. And it should always, should they always be refrigerated? That's something I've heard is, like, you should always buy, like, the refrigerated live strands because if they're not refrigerated, they're you would not. Re- like, you should always get, like, a live strand and it should be in, like, a really high parts per billion. So it should be at least, like, 15 or 20 more parts per billion or whatever uh-huh. of the microorganisms that are in there. Okay. Um, The thing with, like, the live, though, is, like, you'll still probably be getting... 
a good amount if you got one that's not mm-hmm. because they're more expensive mm-hmm. and like the logistics of like some people not being able to like have them refrigerated or they'll forget to take them or right. whatever. So just feel like you can have the other ones, but like ideally it would probably be a refrigerated. Right. Which like, I've gotten variety of it. Them at Whole Foods. Yeah. They just have like a refrigerated section. Yeah. But I do know people that take um just like regular, I can't even think of the name right now, just like once a day, not refrigerated probiotics. Yeah. And that's better than nothing. Exactly. Sure. Because you're still going to be getting some. It, they may not be, like, as effective, but it's still going to be, like, helping helping your body. Um, so probiotic, for sure, um, is super beneficial. And then um, I am a full heart believer in plant-based diets, like, healing and doing so much good for you. And so the more fruits and vegetables that you take in, the better. And we shouldn't be worried about the sugars and fruits during, like, a yeast infection? No. I mean, you obviously don't want to, like, eat a ton of fruits. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you're doing, like, going through a yeast infection or a UTI, you could kind of, like, load up more on your vegetables mm-hmm. than your fruits. But, like, the fructose in that is not the same as, like, cane sugar in right. a processed food, the way they, like, your body metabolizes it. Um, or like high fructose corn syrup and like ingesting more fruits and vegetables in your just daily life should help your body just be more healthy in general. Exactly. Because then you're going to be getting way more vitamins, minerals, and then the phytochemicals that are going to help prevent these things. So like, it's kind of more like the more you eat of fruits and vegetables, the less like risk you're going to have to like get these. Um, and so you're basically kind of like helping so you won't even really have to run into that yeah if you do get one because of the like amount of times you'll get one it's like very rare Mm -hmm. um if you're taking care of your body before that yeah um and the best way to prevent one is if you have sex pee pee always pee pee. never go to sleep no don't no cuddling (laughs) you you get up and run to the bathroom. You know and all those pee. people trying not to have babies are like, oh crap, I'm peeing now. Yes, have that mentality. Exactly. <laughs> Don't linger. <laughs> no snuggling. No, no snuggles. No pillow talk. Go pee. No. Even like my husband, I'm like, mm-hmm. um, if he likes, like, I want to cuddle, which is like super rare, but it's more just like, okay, bye. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, if you're super prone to them and yes, your partner is not super like hygienic. Make them wash off before you have sex. It's, like, the least sexy thing ever. But if you're prone to it, like, it's better for you both if you just don't get a UTI or a yeast infection from a dirty peen. (laughs) (laughs) Avoid them at all costs. You can love somebody that's attached to a dirty peen. Just make them wash. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Some of our friends, for sure, they always have to shower beforehand. Yeah, clean before you pee. Clean. Clean before you peen. That's going to be like the slogan of the world. Clean before you peen. Ladies, if you take any advice, that. Clean before you get the peen? Yeah, clean before you get the peen. Because clean before you peen could sound like clean before you pee, and that doesn't make sense. But clean before you get the peen. Yes, and then pee after you get the peen. And then pee after the peen. Okay. Guys. I think we covered it. I mean, yeah, just to recap. I found success with those suppositories, so it's worth a try if you're trying to be natural. Um, I mean, I think Monistat works, too. I'm just more prone to trying to be more natural. Yeah. Um, The coconut oil and frankincense and lavender really worked. I think I did, like, eight drops of lavender, eight drops of frankincense in probably, like, a tablespoon of coconut oil. Quick question with essential oils. I, whenever I do the drops, is it just one single one? But what if they come out super fast and it's kind of like two? Is that one? No. Or is it two? two? That's Because it's like sometimes they come out fast and you like don't catch it. Or it's like one (laughs) catches one and it ends up being one drop. It won't be bad for you if you get a couple extra. Okay. See, Um, hypochondriacs like me out there would be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Frankincense you're probably going to be much more careful with because that's like a hundred bucks a bottle. So it's like... When I'm doing a drop of that, I'm like, well, there goes 25 cents. There goes 25 cents. But 
worth it. I think it's worth it. So if you're inclined to go the natural route, which I am, like yeah. I 100% believe in it and think you should yeah. do it. And then if you don't have the money to buy the frankincense, coconut oil is always a really good option. Yeah. If anything, it's going to help soothe it. Yeah. I don't know that it will get rid of it for you completely, but it yeah. will at least give you some Get the burning relief. Yeah. and itching away so you aren't thinking that you want to die. Yeah, and I don't know that thieves is your best r- route with don't that. Don't do thieves. Don't do thieves. No, not at all. Um, so I think that we covered a lot of information. Yeah, if you have questions, tweet at us. Tweet at us. And we will get back to you. Yeah. Well... Raise a glass. Raise a glass. And we've now moved on to whiskey after this long, (laughs) tedious vagina talk. And we can say, yep, we did our first podcast. We did it. Yay. Cheers. October 8th, 1998. Dear Journal, Man, have I got news for ya. Kay, first of all, I'm still not going out with anyone, but I like this boy named Michael Meek and this other boy named Timothy Samora. Ari is going out with this boy named Brandon Baker, Michael's cousin. Tomorrow night, me, Ari, Abby and Crystal are going to go and toilet paper Mike's house so good. But Mike deserves it. He's a jerk to me and Ari now and I don't even know why. I like totally forgot to tell you that me, Elissa, Ari, Alana, and Crystal are making this group called In To You. And it's like this music group we put together inspired by NSYNC. Man... Justin Timberlake is, like, so, so hot. Man, I wish I could meet him, like, so bad. I wish I could. (sighs) But, like, I'm, like, so confused right now that I'm about to die because I'm so confused. I'm so confused about what went on at the football game today. Like, Amber Strickland came up to me and was all, I heard... You like Mike, but you don't want to go out with him because he's prude. And that I want Tim S. because he'll give me what I want. Whatever. I haven't even given up my first peck. Isn't that kind of stupid? But that's only the half of it. I only told one person that I liked Tim. And that was Ari. But she's my best friend. She could never do that to me. Or could she? Well, it's getting late. Right tomorrow. Till then, love, Amanda. In sync and into you rules.